Hey, hey, welcome to the Seven Figure Photography Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff advice, to finally get your ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your photography knowledge, skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I am your fast-talking, zero BS host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. Three years ago, I was burned out AF, photographing sessions every evening, editing every weekend, and missing my young kids at home. After two decades in the photography industry, I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge with others, and my life and my business have never been the same. Over the past few years, I've helped hundreds of photographers create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, and workshops with wild results. I've helped students have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 launches in just 90 days or less, having never coached or mentored before, without needing a huge audience, without needing to dance on TikTok and Reels. And I've helped those photographers be able to scale to six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I'll be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to become a million dollar photography coach so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today, I want to break down how I do all of my work in a four day work week and how I don't work on Fridays, and why I don't think you should either. So let's dive in. So let's see. It was about, it was a year ago. It was exactly a year ago, actually. It was ski season, and we're a huge ski family. We have a ski condo up in the Vale area, and we go up every single weekend. The kids are in ski school and whatnot. So we're a big ski family. And so it got to the point where we started skipping school on (laughs) Fridays and driving up on Thursday nights to avoid traffic. And the teachers started to get on us a little bit, being like, oh, are they going to be out again? And I started to have all this guilt around it and also guilt around, I didn't really want to work on Fridays, but there was something about it where I was like, that feels lazy. Like, you should definitely work on Fridays, Jenny. Everyone else does. Who are you to think you don't have to work on Fridays? And so it was my inner voice being mean to me. And I remember one day sitting there being like, wait, why should I work on Fridays? Like, we have this amazing opportunity to be able to go to the mountains every freaking weekend in the winter. We get like 60 days of skiing in. Why would I want to work? These years are so fleeting that like our kids are growing up. I mean, it's so cliche, but they grow up so fast, right? And it's like, how many weekends do we actually have them until they're out of the house? And not even out of the house, but like there's going to come a day and it's probably not too far away, where our kids don't want to ski with us anymore. They're going to want to ski with their friends, right? And so it was this time last year, I remember giving myself permission. I was like, you know what? This is stupid. What good does it do me to work on Fridays and be pretty resentful about it? Be, You know, like we were skipping school anyways, so we're up there. And I would send my husband out to do a couple runs with them while I like busted out some work in the morning and then they'd come home for lunch and then we'd all go out in the afternoon. I still felt guilty because I was like trying to check my phone on the lift and all that stuff. And I remember thinking there's got to be a better way to do this. I know people that have four-day work weeks. Hell, I know people that have three-day work weeks and make more than I do and serve more people than I do. Why am I struggling with this? And it was 100% a mindset block. It wasn't a, I can't get everything done. My plate is too full. It was a mindset block. And I wasn't giving myself permission because I wasn't open to receiving that. Because again, it goes back to that episode I had a while back where it's, I used to think that I had to struggle and it had to be hard for me to be proud of something I accomplished. And that's total bullshit. 
fucked up mindset. (laughs) So I've done a lot of work on that. And I mean, I'm working on it every day, but even just from last ski season to this ski season, it's funny to think about because now if I work on a Friday, like I'm recording this on a Friday, full transparency, but it's because I want to. And it's because we didn't leave last night. It's because we're not leaving until this afternoon. And so I have some hours to bust out some podcast episodes that I really enjoy doing. Why wouldn't I, right? But I don't feel like I have to. I'm not obligated to. So here's how I did this. So you can see how I had to like shift some mindset stuff to be able to come to this decision, but also like from a logistical standpoint and still serving my clients well, how did I do this, right? So full transparency, I do not do this alone. I have a team. Did I always have a team? No. I scaled my business to over $600,000 a year on my own. And then for a year and a half, I had one other person on my team. And now I have seven people on my team, but it wasn't always that way. I literally just scaled to seven people on my team in the last six months, slowly but surely. And I don't think that everyone needs to have a team. And I definitely don't think you need a team when you first get started. And I slowly built my team. You know, it was like, okay, I need to outsource this and I no longer want to be doing that. So I'm going to hire this one person part-time 10 hours a month, right? And I only have one full-time employee. Everybody else is you know, subcontracted workers and whatnot. And I love them and they live all over the world. And it's amazing because they're freaking badasses and they help me scale my business, serve my clients and allow me to have the freedom that I so desperately missed when I was a full-time photographer and gone every weekend and away every evening and editing until 2 a.m. and missing out on time with my kids and my husband and not being able to travel because of wedding season, all the things, right? And so to put this all into motion, I knew that I didn't want to leave my clients hanging on Fridays, right? I didn't want them to feel unsupported. So my entire team, with the exception of myself, still works on Fridays. We also had to set some better boundaries, right? Because I am an Enneagram 3 and because I am so type A, I, for many, many years, if a question came in to Slack or, you know, any channel, I felt like I had to respond immediately. In my head, everything always had to be inbox zero, which I still, don't get me wrong, I still love inbox zero, but there's a way of doing that in a healthy way, right? And so I had to set some boundaries. First with myself, I had to give myself permission to realize that just because someone asks a question doesn't mean they're still sitting on the other end of the screen waiting for me to respond because just because it's a question doesn't mean it's an emergency. And I was looking at every single one of my students' questions as emergencies. So I would legit drop everything. I would answer questions from the chairlift. I would answer questions from like the closet. I would sneak away from the dinner table and I had horrible boundaries and I was not setting a good example for my kids. And so that was the very first thing that had to change. I knew that if I truly wanted to take Fridays off, and only work when I wanted to on Fridays and not feel obligated or guilty. I knew that I had to have better boundaries in place for myself. So I blocked off every Friday on my calendar forever. (laughs) There's no end date on that. I went into my communities, right? So inside of my programs, I made it very clear, hey, things are going to be changing. I will no longer be available on Fridays. However, my entire team still is. So if you have a question, go ahead and drop it here in, you know, we will get back to you within. And this is the other piece of this puzzle. I had to set better boundaries for my clients as well to let them know that we're not just sitting in Slack waiting for your questions to come in, right? And as much as I want to answer your questions as quickly as we can, and we do, we're still not just sitting there waiting for the questions, right? So we always say you're going to have an answer within 48 business hours. Now that gives myself and my team the space and the bandwidth to be able to support everyone fully. So now if a question comes in, you know, at 4 p.m. on Friday, when we are off the clock, we will get back to you by the end of the day on Tuesday. And 
at first I saw that as such a crappy thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving people hanging till Tuesday. And then I did a poll of my students and my clients and they were like, no, I asked the question and then I pieced out because I had to go photograph a session or I had to edit a session or I had to pick up my kids from daycare. Like they're also not sitting on the other end of the screen just waiting for me to respond. And so that was really helpful for me and healthy for me to see that boundaries are such a good thing for everyone. So I gave myself permission first and foremost to take Fridays off and to not feel guilty about it. I stopped feeling guilty about it because I educated my clients as to when I would be available and when I'm not. And so I made much clearer expectations of when I can be here to support you best and when I'm not. The other thing I did was take Slack and Voxer off my phone. (laughs) And that was the best thing I could have ever done. And I was very resistant to it. And it started with, I was at one of my friend's surprise birthday parties. Her husband threw it for her. And we were all standing at the bar and I was getting myself a glass of champagne and my watch pinged and I looked down and it was a Slack notification. And it just so happens that my friend works for Slack. And he was standing next to me and he's like, oh, love to see that. And his wife chimed in, no, she should not be checking Slack at 830 at night on a Friday from her best friend's birthday party. What are you doing, Jenny? And I was like, what do you mean? Doesn't everyone just check Slack from their Apple watch? (laughs) And she was like, no, shut that shit down now. And so I I started having conversations with other friends that own businesses and or just other friends that work in general. And they're like, no, who has Slack on their watch? And I felt so silly, but I was just so hyper connected at all times. There was no downtime. There was no time for me to feel like I could not be on, right? Like no matter where I was or who I was with, I was always connected. So first thing was first, I took off Slack and Voxer from my watch. And then, because I'm stubborn, it took me some days to remove it from my phone entirely, but I did. And I actually did an experiment when I, where I removed Instagram from my phone as well. But it turns out I actually really like Instagram, so I put it back on. But I'm very specific as to when I'm on Instagram and when I'm not. I'm not on during the workday unless I'm actually chatting with clients or prospective clients that are interested in my programs, because that's how I talk to people that are have applied. But otherwise, like I'm not on there. And so removing Slack and Voxer from my phone was so incredibly helpful because I wasn't getting pinged and notified every single time a question came in. And so slowly but surely, I started to feel okay with that. And I was like, oh, well, no one needs me right now. And that's okay. You know, and I think it's also like this internal battle for me where I was like, I don't feel needed. Wah. But that's my own issue. <laughs> that's some codependent bullshit right there. So I started to feel more confident knowing that like, I truly believe, and my friend Marie says this, there are no emergencies in business. And that's true. And At first, I was like, bullshit, there's a lot of emergencies in business. And she's like, no, there's not. Think about it. Like, what is an emergency in business? Worst case scenario. And I was like, I don't know, I get sued. And she's like, so you get sued. That's why you have a lawyer. That's why you have contracts in place. It's going to be okay. You're not going to die. No one's dying here. And I was like, oh, right. And I mean, the reality is there are no emergencies in business, right? Like, there's certainly emergencies in life. Like, my kid could get sick or break his arm or my house could burn down. All these horrible things could happen, but that's, that's life. Like, my business on a Friday, cannot burn down. That's not such a thing, right? And as soon as I started to realize that, the more permission I gave myself to take Fridays off and to be fully present with my kids and my family and drive to the mountains or record a podcast if I want to, do whatever I want. Sometimes I go get my nails done once a month on Fridays. And I I now pre-schedule those things, which is also awesome because I have something to look forward to where I'm like, Right now I'm looking down at my chipped nails and I'm like, I really need to go, but that's not until next Friday. So I have these things pre-scheduled, but I also have the flexibility to adjust when needed and adjust when wanted. I could take a long weekend away and not worry because I'm like, oh shoot, I got to go move all those clients on Fridays. I I don't work on Fridays and I also don't do meetings on Mondays. That was something my husband taught me. Uh, No meeting Monday has been so glorious because it's not that I'm not working. It's just that if I want to take a long weekend away, 
and maybe I'm going to work from the airport on my way back on Monday, I don't have to move clients around. I don't have to move one-on-one calls or meetings or coaching calls or any of that stuff. So now I, I literally... I mean, I should probably call this episode how I have a three-day work week, but I do work on Mondays, but it's just not a very heavy day, to be honest with you. And so I batch work now. And so I know that on Tuesdays, I have all of my PCK coaching calls. So that's like every other Tuesday is my PCK coaching call day. I also have one-ish, one-on-one, one to two one-on-one calls on Tuesdays. And two to three one-on-one calls on Wednesdays. Again, those are 45 minutes long. So we're talking less than three hours on Wednesdays and less than three hours on Tuesdays for calls. And then the rest of the time I'm working on my business, not in my business, right? And so that's where having a team comes into play because I don't personally want to be in my inbox answering like, hey, I need to update my credit card. Like that's something that my team can take care of. Again, it goes back to like CEO of Nordstrom is not answering emails on how to make a return or how to get a refund, right? Like that's not his job. And so the sooner you start thinking about putting your CEO hat on and acting like a seven-figure CEO, even before you are, or a six-figure CEO or a five-figure CEO, whatever you want to be, whatever goals you have, start acting like that person. Dress for the part you want, not the part you have. I really, really, really wish I had learned that lesson sooner because you are the CEO. You're the boss of your business. You can do whatever the hell you want. You could work one day a week. You could work seven days a week. I wouldn't suggest that, but you could. Like you can do whatever you want because you're the CEO. So for me, that means I take Fridays off. It means I have no meetings on Mondays. It means I batch work. I only do certain calls on certain days. I only do certain activities and certain things inside of my business on certain days. So my mind can be in that space, fully ready to dive in and accomplish that task on those specific days. And I'm not constantly bouncing around being like, oh my gosh, I got to get to this. And then I got to get to that. Because then you start to feel like you're just constantly putting out fires working in your business, not on your business. So that is a long story long on why I don't work on Fridays and how I made that happen. If you have any questions about my three slash four day work week and how you can do that in your own business too. Or if you're simply looking for someone's permission to do that, not that you need anyone's, I am signing your permission slip right now. Happy to chat about it in the DMs. Hop over to Instagram at Jenny Maroney. Let me know your thoughts on this episode. I'm really curious. How many of you work just four days a week and still bring in a full-time income plus some, right? Like that's the goal. Let's work more strategically. Let's work smarter, not harder. Because if you want to spend every Friday skiing with your kids, go spend every Friday skiing with your kids. If you want to spend every Friday at the spa or every Friday walking your dogs or every Friday watching binge watching Netflix, it doesn't matter. You are the CEO boss of your business. You can do whatever you want. You just have to be strategic about it. You have to state your intentions. You have to set clear boundaries and expectations from yourself, from your clients, from your team, from anyone in your life. And if that means marking your calendar for your family or your spouse, your kids, letting them know that you are unavailable on this day or even just this one hour, start small if you have to. If it's not feasible for you to take every Friday off, that's okay. Just take one hour off. Maybe you end your workday at three o'clock on Fridays instead of five o'clock, right? These are all ideas that took me a very long idea, (laughs) a very long time to start implementing because I was too stubborn to accept the fact that I was allowed to do that. But permission slip signed. If you want to do that, you can do that. So Thank you for listening. If you have any questions at all about this episode or any episode or interested in any of my programs, I'll link them in the show notes below. But I would love, love, love to help you. And I'd love to, I could talk about this topic for hours and hours on end. So come on over to Instagram at Jenny Maroney and let's chat. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. My mission is to help as many badass photographers just like yourself. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, come hang out with me over there at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.